0: Welcome. This is Talking Joy, creating joy, inner peace, and authentic connections. My name is Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and I am founder of lifestyle brand Talking Joy. As a certified spiritual director, I have been leading groups with the power of words, the strength of positivity, and the gift of joy. During our time together, our focus will be on simple spiritual practices that can be applied to your everyday life with the wisdom and support of others. Talking Joy talks to help you realize your value. I am so glad you're here. Simple, joyful, fun. Let's get talking. Well, good morning. This is my uh, first time we've recorded in the new year with the Talking Joy team. And uh, Lindsay, Katie, Jennifer, and Ariana are here. And Katie's very pregnant. We can't see her belly because we're on Zoom, but um, (laughs) she's got two months to go. um, So we're really excited about that. And today we're getting together to talk about uh, journaling as a spiritual practice. Um, And I've been for the last week on Instagram and privately with all of you posting journaling prompts and things to get us started. Uh, All of these. this was inspired by the book Journaling as a Spiritual Practice by Joellen Darling. Um, I interviewed Joellen one-on-one for a different podcast episode, but we actually we're trying out these practices as a team, and just wondering, uh, you know, what you guys thought. Did you do it? And if you didn't, that's okay. Um, and if you did, and it was spotty, that's fine too. There's really no right or wrong way to, you know, to start a new practice.
1: I say that I did it five of the seven days, um, but it's interesting because when I looked back at the two questions that I didn't answer, um. They were definitely hard, or not answer, but journal about. Um, they were definitely um, harder, harder points for me to 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 write about. I guess. Um, so I have to I have to kind of go back there, but it gave me a lot to think about. I really enjoyed the whole process. Um, I think that you know I had it on. I would hear it on a text message in my car every morning, so I would think about it before I would journal. I don't know if some people just actually went from reading it and journaled because that's, I guess, a different experience. But I really enjoyed the whole process.
0: You know what? I was just thinking, I hadn't thought of before, but if I invited you to meditate every day for seven days and I didn't give you a prompt, I just kind of asked you guys to try to do it for 20 minutes. And you said, and it's sort of the same thing with journaling. If I invited you to journal and said, oh, you know, we all have those empty books lying around, you know, go ahead and journal. But what I liked about this and I liked about the book is that there were these easy prompts to get me started and and motivation really for it. So it was sort of like, or the first day I asked you guys, um, says who or what do you need to lovingly release or place in God's hands today? And so when a question is asked of me like that, I sort of think, oh, well, let me think about that. Or I know immediately the answer instead of just going and sitting in front of this blank book. Did, Did you guys find that helpful?
2: Um, I'm not a journaler, so I needed the prompts for sure. And the prompts are, they're cool. I mean, it, it's just something to think about. And they're obviously different ones every day. Um, if I were to just sit with a notebook, which I, you know, I did as a kid, I mean, I, I diaried as a kid, um, but I kind of feel stupid. And I also just think I write f- kind of fluff like, you know, today someone came home and said that school was this and that, you know, but these were a little bit deeper and um, a little bit more fun because there was like, you know, childhood memory one and things like that. But like Ariane said, sometimes I didn't read the text right away. You know, you're out and about and you get the text. Sometimes I just sat down with my 20 minutes or, or whatnot and I read it right then and then just did it. Sometimes like, like you know, I read the text and then I relaxed about it for a little while and then got to it later. So kind of didn't,
0: you know, depended on the day. Okay. And which one did you like better? Relaxing and thinking about it for a little bit, like taking the word, the question and carrying it with you and then writing about it or reading it and then letting it just flow out of you. I don't think it mattered because there was like a pretty
2: obvious answer for each one, except for the one that, that fell on Super Bowl Sunday, which I didn't get to. Um, I feel like I forgot which one it was. I wrote them all down, but, um, Yeah, I just felt like that one maybe was a little, there was one that I thought a little bit longer of, but the rest
1: of them were like pretty like, this is what I'm thinking right now. And that was easy. I I was much more honest when I didn't think about it first. When I just wrote after reading it, I was much more honest. Um, I, I think for me, or maybe for others too, I have a fear that somebody is going to find what I've written and it will be out there in the world and so sometimes I, I'm careful to what I write. Um, but I, I didn't do that every day with this.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that, Ariane, because uh, one of the things I talked to the author about was that when I was a kid, my mom told me to be really careful about what I write down, that you didn't want it to show up on the front page of the newspaper. And she must have told me that because of a personal experience that she had which we all do. And then you try to protect <laughs> your kids. So I don't know what happened to my mom, but um, <laughs> I was always afraid of that. You know, I was sort of afraid to put things down on paper and she has some good suggestions around that. And I also wondered if I was using that as an excuse all my life, not to journal. Um, and interesting. I don't know, Pam, that's interesting because I was
2: just, I, I listened to this show on NPR every day and they were doing this whole biography on Sylvia Plath who wrote the, the bell jar. And she had like a lot of demons in her life um, and she journaled and they use her, I mean, she's a public figure, she's dead now and they're reading from her journal left and right to like get to know her and all the ins and outs of her. And I was like, I don't, this is like, it's uncomfortable to think that, you know, for whatever reason, someone would find your stuff and then put it out there, yeah. even in, you know, death.
0: <laughs> and some of the suggestions around that were that the people in your life that are closest to you that you have you've talked to them about that and say this is a practice of mine I need for you because I I jokingly wrote in one of the posts on Instagram that I had like a lock remember we had those locks Jennifer and I back in our day had like a little lock on our we did
1: uh, absolutely on
0: our, me too uh, Haley <laughs> has locks on hers. <laughs> But to talk to the person, the people in your life to tell them, so there's a really good friend of mine that said to her husband, she instructed him, if anything ever happens to me, you're to go into my office and grab all of my journals and dispose of them immediately because she doesn't want, she doesn't want them to show up and, or get into the wrong hands. So it is something that's, this is what she said. She said, journaling is about you getting to know you and journaling is about you getting to know you and your higher power. And that's it. And so it really isn't for anyone else's eyes. It's for us to go reflect and look back on. I love that part. You know, one of the invitations was to sort of go back, you know, and then reread your entries to kind of look for patterns or things that that jump out at you or that have bubbled up. Did anybody find that? It made me feel
2: normal. Like none of the stuff I wrote down was crazy. It all seemed justified and um, things that you know I I read on Instagram that other moms are going through too so kind of just made me feel normal. Mm. Yeah I
3: loved Pam your invitation for us to just not really like like overanalyze what is coming to you know what we're putting on paper and just to sort of like let our thoughts um, unfold sort of similar to the way that we're told to sort of met you know for those of us that do take time to meditate just to sort of like allow that, those thoughts to come to our mind and not really fight them because, and I loved your message too, about taking like, just, it's really important to like take that time and make it an assignment, but like ten to whatever, how much time you can allow yourself on your own and not be, cause it, writing is so personal. And if you are distracted by children and your life, it's, it's impossible to write. So you really have to like try to minimize distractions, which is really hard for a lot of us at this stage um, of parenting. But um, I found it really helpful. Um, I, I didn't do every day, but I did, um, I did maybe three or four days um, a night. And that was like my time to sort of And I normally wouldn't, like I was doing a gratitude journal and I wasn't consistent with that, but this kind of lended itself to a gratitude journal in some ways. Um, But my favorite one was actually the one where we were um, reflecting on our childhood um, memories, like our favorite, most fond childhood memories. And it just so happened happened that, um, I didn't actually write in the journal, but I was thinking, and I was like meditating on these, like that entire, like sort of like wavelength of reflecting on that prompt. And that day, my daughters literally ended up of all the days. It was like, I think it was a Saturday. Um, it was a cold day, but they literally ended up spending like at least five hours outside with their neighbors. And it was exactly the memories that I was reflecting on as well. So it was like full circle. It was unbelievable because what ended up happening was they were like selling things, like doing all of the things. And they're at this stage too, where like, I'm kind of able to give them a little bit more independence. And it was like the first time that I wasn't constantly checking on them in like my neighbor, the neighbor's clubhouse. They ended up selling things, going up the street and then um, like recruiting families to like continue out this journey up Oak Ridge <laughs> like, to different, it was just so sweet and so endearing. And it was really extra meaningful because of that journaling prompt. So I just so wanted you were to reflecting
0: you know about, about your childhood and you're, you're watching your own, your own two girls watching their childhood unfold right before your eyes. Cause they'll have those memories. We all remember that when you could set up a stand and sell things or. Yeah. yeah, to be honest, I don't know if I would have been as like relaxed about them
3: being so independent um, had I not had that journaling prompt. So mm. I just wanted to look,
0: make that. Oh, I love that. I love that.
1: I thought they were excellent prompts, um, whether or not. I mean, like I said, I, I did it five of the seven days. But the other days, is I, I took it with me, the words through the day, like Katie was saying, too. So they were very well-rounded. um you know, thoughts
0: that, you know, from one spectrum to the, to the, to the end, you know? Yeah. And Ariane, what keeps coming back into my mind for you is what were the two that you avoided or didn't do? And I would really invite you to go back and ask yourself why, you know, why you oh, I know make. why that, that <laughs> might tell you more than, you know, that avoidance for whatever reason might tell you more than the ones that you actually did do. So, you know, just to it did go back you still haven't gone back. Is that what you said?
1: No, I did. I did. I did. So
0: yeah, absolutely. But there's always more to,
1: to delve into when,
0: and when you, one wants to. What would you say stopped you from answering those prompts? Was it fear?
1: Absolutely. I didn't want to write. Like I said, I didn't want anybody to see it. Mm-hmm. If I can be honest, you know, and then also when I started to think about it, I started to realize why I didn't want to answer it also besides fear of somebody seeing it, but that's a joke in some way, but honest in another, there are just, we all have things that we have to, that we have to work on to better ourselves. And I guess, you know, maybe that was one of them for me.
0: So, but I love that you went back to it because that's when we can start to take that like wall of fear and bring it down, you know, to a place where we can approach it. And, and here's the other thing too, that the author suggested because one of my big things was I was always afraid to write things down. I'm afraid that one of my kids will read something I wrote about them someday or, um, and she was saying that that's, she likes a small notebook. Spiral bound that you can open flat and small enough that you can keep on your person in your pocketbook. So when you think of things, if you take your kids somewhere and you're, or you're pull up and you're waiting for your kids to come out, from school and you know there's a delay and you have an extra 10 15 minutes that you didn't think you had in your day you can pull out the journal and jot stuff down now then but you also have the privacy of it's mostly on your person most of the time and then again asking people in your family to have respectful boundaries around it um, you know and yes not- they
1: should make a pa- they should make a spiral bound notebook with paper that you can rip out and burn that's not bad for the environment Um, because journaling, a lot of it is the process of getting your thoughts out. I mean, yes, going back to it is another, you know, another part of it, but, but actually sitting and writing it down for me anyway, is a big part of it. So, you know, you could just burn it up after. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) So journaling, the process of journaling is taking what's on the inside and getting it out on the outside. And so much of our stuff we carry around and it's a way for us to process it in a new way. And then also to have new eyes for seeing it. You know, We can sort of analyze things that we maybe didn't notice or see before. So some of her suggestions were to make, an, make a commitment to try to journal every day, even if you only have a couple of minutes. And that kind of falls into that, if you keep it with you, and we all run into those times during the day where you think you're just gonna run in for a doctor's visit and you wait for the doctor for an hour. And you could pull out your notebook at that point. She says, too, only only if you can muster a sentence or two to jot it down. And I love that, too, because that frees you up from thinking that journaling has to be this big, you know, I'm going to write a book every day. And it doesn't have to be that. It falls into what Katie was saying, like writing a gratitude journal, you know, keeping somewhere that you jot down the little things that you're grateful for at the end of the day. I also, Katie, when you said that you did it at night, did you find that that's something that fits in your, fits better for you at night than during the morning hours or.
3: Yeah. And I, I found that I was happier too, to be honest. Um, and I don't know if it was completely like a hundred percent correlated, but um, I'm not generally like very hot, like excited in the morning. Um, it takes me a while to really like, like, it's just the mornings are so hectic. And I, I, I do notice in general, I don't, I feel like I consider myself a morning person in the sense that I really do, I can get up early, but I'm not like happy until like a certain time of the day. So I did, but I did notice that I was ha- I was happier the nights that I had journaled the night before. I felt like like, I mean, I even wrote about that. I said, I I really hope that I can be more just like happier in the morning. Like I just, sleep <laughs> and better? just like writing that down actually made, I don't know if it was related, but it didn't make a difference. You sleep better. better. Yeah. I mean, in this case, my daughter, like she actually like woke me, I woke us up in the middle of the night. So I actually didn't sleep that well, but, um, but no, but I was able to like fall back to sleep better. And generally I do think I do notice that I do sleep better when I do journal before yeah. bed.
0: Because again, you're getting what's on the inside out, and then you don't have to like go to bed with that angst or whatever it is. Because we're always all worried or about something. Or you know, it, as soon as I feel like my life, I'm in stride, I get a phone call or a text. Or so true. It's just it's. And I thought, you know, Jennifer and I, our kids are a little older than yours, and I thought, oh, I'm on my way. I have one left in high school, and it's it's constant. It is absolutely constant of me having to. Not necessarily fix things, but but you know things that need my attention that get me that pull me out of the agenda that I had for the day. Jennifer, do you find that a lot?
4: I, I agree. I mean, it's it's managing. It's constantly managing. managing. Um, even though that, like you said, the kids are older. Like I've got one who lives in D.C. now, and 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 I, she's very independent, but and I love that she reaches out to me to bounce things back and forth, but you know, that's a constant. And then I have another one graduating college this year. She doesn't know what she's doing. You know, it's pushing her to move on to, you know, look for a job and interview and all that kind of stuff. And then my youngest is going to college next year. And just making sure she finishes the, uh, the year strong and, and my son's fine, but you know, they all check in for now.
0: Yeah. For now. I think you said something once on one of our podcasts or in one of our conversations, and then somebody else said it, said it in a different way recently, but it was the same thing that you said. And it really helped me. It's not about journaling, but it helped me as a mom that when I do get all of these, you know, managing questions or or, you know, things that are urgent from the kids. And uh, you said to one of your daughters, What do you need from me right now? Do you need me to fix this? Yeah. Or do you need for me to just listen?
4: Listen or give advice. Or give great advice. And I'm
0: telling you, that has been a game changer with kids that are a little bit older.
4: It's so
3: true. Yeah.
0: If I can it's stop that, trying to run in and fix it and make everything yeah. nice for the moment,
3: <laughs> it's the most powerful question I actually read that somewhere too and I started I when I, I try to remember even at my kids young age to ask them that question and it's I think it's like universally impactful what do you need from me right now just tell me because I yeah, can
1: exactly things but... what
4: do you need what can I do to help <laughs> or just listen that's what they me. want yeah if that's what they want or yeah. they want to vent.
0: It... <laughs> um so uh Today, one of the days I invited you to write about the significant happenings of the previous few days. Um, and uh, here are some examples: a phone conversation, coffee or lunch with someone, an experience your child had at school, a moment with your spouse, dreams you had the night before, um, or thoughts that came to you as you drove around. Uh, you know, during the day, what do you guys think about that? That's very much like. I've given you guys like or we've done like a, a guided meditation where we go back over the last 24 hours. I think we may have done it in a podcast a while back. What did you guys think about that reflecting back? You know, we're all often on to the next thing, on to the next thing. What did you think about reflecting back about? You know, I think Lindsay, you said you had lunch with Ariane. Like, you know, the invitation is to not just have lunch with her, but and then on to the next thing, pick the kids up you know, thinking about dinner and, but to stop for a second and think back or to appreciate that. Did anybody do that exercise? That was day two. Um,
2: so you just, um, I, I had a, my thing that I wrote down for that was a phone conversation I had with Ariane, stemming from a lunch I had with her, um, which is just, we just had a talk about something potentially on the horizon that could be fun for both of us. Um, and I was really excited about that. And then your prompt came like, I don't know, within that time frame, And I was like, well, there you go. That's like, it was like, it was kind of like kissing. Oh my freaking dog. She's supposed <laughs> to go in and out, in and out to get treats. Um, anyway, so yeah. So that's what I wrote down for that one. Just funny.
0: I wish you guys could see her
1: dog.
2: <laughs> I just let her in and now she's ringing the bells again. She's... That's so funny. Mine does that too. Cause
1: you Aww. give them the treat. Oh, I see her. <laughs>
0: Anybody else wanna to add to that, Ariane?
1: Were we supposed to share our journals
0: with you? You can,
1: if you want to. I didn't know how personal oh, you okay. get, but sure. I didn't even, okay, I didn't know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so what was your question directed at me towards?
0: Well, I was just asking about reflecting sort of that Lectio Divina where you... That was actually,
1: I think my least favorite of them. Because what I like about journaling is that it's putting me more in the moment, okay. um, and if I'm reflecting, I'm I'm reflecting on a like a a bigger something bigger than just no no. For me, I prefer that. That's what, okay. that's what I prefer. That was actually one of the days I believe I did
0: not do. Do you want to share something from your journal? Do I? Yeah.
1: Um, sure. So I can share. Um, let's see the, uh, the first one that i did i am in my car right now so it's kind of hard for me can I, can you come back to me so i can pull over and get it so that i don't get into a car accident <laughs> <laughs> i can
0: do that i can do that does anybody else want to share anything that they learned about themselves or we're definitely live <laughs> we're definitely live right now
4: i i'll share um, like at uh, the saturday's prompt What did I love to do in my childhood, which I know Katie said she liked reflecting on that. So when I, when you did these prompts, I, I I looked at them, but I didn't answer them till later in the day, just because of my schedule. Um, But, but when I did read the prompts, I immediately started thinking about, oh, you know, this is what I would be writing if I could write it down. Um, And I, and I didn't answer one of them too, but I think it was because it had a time Limit on it, and and it's something that was it's really hard to to think about for me. Which was the Wednesdays prompt, which was right for five minutes. Well, when somebody puts a time limit on something, I'm like, okay, forget it, I'm not doing it. So I didn't do that one. But the, the that prompt was what I really want is I'm still kind of learning what I really want. So that was something I I couldn't really yeah.
0: And a, you know what? That's a such a point on. Yeah, but it's such a great question because we don't often ask ourselves, what do I really want? Especially as moms with kids and carving out, we're all talking about trying to carve out the time for this. You know, that's been a, a theme. It's like, oh, I had to do it at night because and you know, what do I really want? What do I really want for my life? And that's such an important question to ask ourselves. I love that.
1: Um, okay. and then
0: I would also, I would personally about that time frame that you talked about, like somebody boxed you in with a time frame, and I would maybe even journal about that. What about a time frame irritates me or has me shut down? Um, why does that too confining for me? And and are the question prompts that I gave you? Do you really only have to do it for five minutes? All of my things were suggestion. <laughs> It wasn't a rule. And, and are you a rule follower? And is that why? And so, so do you see how like all of this, you know, if you didn't have those question prompts for last week, and and it's interesting too, because Joanne and Blair couldn't meet with us today and we have a group chat and I was sending this in our group chat. And when they said that they couldn't make it today, I started thinking, oh, should I start a different group chat that they're not in because am I going to be irritating them with my questions and should I separate it? And then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna make it really simple. So I started to make the last couple of ones, just like a couple of lines of, you know, here's today's good morning, here's today's journaling prompt. And I thought if they could just take the prompt, cause you know, they'll probably glance at it. And if that is, is what they needed to hear, but just those prompts I'm, I'm hearing today are enough to get our mind thinking about things that I haven't asked myself. I haven't thought about like, what was my favorite thing as a child? Like, what do I really want for myself? What do I really need right now? All of those sorts of questions that are about me and not about being a mom or a wife or a caretaker or, you know, somebody who is always giving out for others, they brings it back to the self. And that's what I said at the beginning. Journaling is about me getting to know me. And getting to know my, you know, my higher power. God, she uses higher power in the book a lot. That's why I'm saying that. Ariane, are you safely pulled over? I
1: am. And the really, the really ironic and funny thing is, is what I opened up to was today's journal entry, what I really want. Mm. I mean, that (laughs) is just right. Okay. So actually, um, what I really want is to be deeply happy. I'm beginning to think that getting there, true happiness, doesn't mean that I need to add things to and in my life, but maybe it's more about letting go, letting go of expectations, picturesque, picturesque, possibly unrealistic expectations of where I thought I would be by now. Maybe I need to learn how to, and then the five minute timer went up.
0: I, it's so funny. I don't remember saying five minutes, but I must have. Because yes, you did. I wrote it yeah. down. Yeah, yeah <laughs> me too. Me too. I like, and I was oh, never a rule
1: follower until I became a parent. And then all of a sudden I became this incredible rule follower and five minutes meant five minutes. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Well, thank you for sharing that vulnerability with us because sure. journaling, we just talked about is such an intimate private experience. And so I appreciate your you are sharing that and your sharing was exactly what we all, we all feel the same way. I would bet more alike than unalike. I'm sure we do. If we wanna be honest with ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm hoping for the exact same things. You know, that's why I do this work. Anybody else?
2: Um, I'll share the, um, the last one, which is the self-love with the spokes coming off of it. Um, I've been struggling like for a couple of weeks now with just keeping up with the mess of the house and just like, you know, having other stuff to take care of during the day, errands and stuff. And then the second you clean your kitchen and the second they come home, it's just, it's all, it's like, just, you know, it's a, you guys all know it's a hamster wheel. So, you know, and I'm, my husband went like, sorry, fully back to the office. So I'm trying to like, you know, I, I'm home. So I'm trying to like show that I'm taking care of the stuff at home. Anyway, so my self love lately has been, oh, and because and I, I hurt my knee. So, and I think most of you guys now know I hurt my knee and um, I have to take it easy. So, my self love is like all the stuff. I mean, it's not that much stuff, but it's um, all the stuff that like letting go about house. So, I wrote like guilt free in terms of like not getting to the mess, allowing the house to be messy, allowing me to be unshowered, allowing me to have downtime allowing me to be lazy. And the last one I wrote is allowing me to have, be gray because I'm finding all these gray hairs and I haven't gotten my hair <laughs> in a while. And it's like, it's, it's really getting me down. Like, it's really just sad and depressing because I can't keep up with it. And I never really dealt with that before. And so that's my self-love. <laughs> it's that's just a, a lot of mess.
0: <laughs> bravo. Bravo. All right. So as the spiritual director in me caught a word that I could not let go of. And you said, I need to show that I can keep it all together or that I, I can show, you know, like, I like Who's, husband, who are you showing that to? Who is that? I feel for?
2: Like It's my husband because our, you know, the, the deal with me staying home, which, and I've been home for a while now and it's so lovely. And now my kids are a little older. So of course I'm always looking for something, but um, was that, you know, that like things would be things that he can't take care of during the day would be taken care of by me and um as show this as that as that sounds it's the it's the agreement we worked out and it's you know obviously i'm home for a reason and i sometimes obviously it gets away from me and he's never said anything like he doesn't care mm-hmm. but i i just want the house to be clean you know i like to start off with a clean slate and sometimes i don't do the dishes till the morning and it's He never says anything, but I feel that way, you know?
0: So my suggestion to you would be see how much you can let that go. And one of the places to start is to say something to him and say, Hey, I did this journaling practice and we were talking about, you know, this self-love. And one of the things that the first thing I wrote down was about wanting to make everything really nice for you. Mm -hmm. And I need to know that you're okay if you come in sometimes and it looks like a bomb went off because a bomb did go off (laughs) (laughs) and I can't always be on top of it. And now you've got, you know, you have an injury and, and just so that you have that permission in there so that you don't carry that guilt around it. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it might release you from having to show that you, you can, you can do it all and we can't do it all, all the time. And it just might release you of some of that pressure. Yeah. 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 But I love that in the, the exercise for this day, and it was Valentine's day, the self-love one, which was on Monday. And it said, take some time to think on a walk in the shower while you're sipping your coffee, how you want to want to love yourself and be very specific. On a sheet of paper, write the words self-love in the center and draw spokes around this phrase and add all the words and phrases that are true to you right now. Try not to edit your words as you do this and go back and add more words as you think of them during the week. And so maybe one of those words for you, Lindsay, would be honesty, you know, to be honest up front. You know, so often we carry those things like that, that expectation of ourselves, but if we haven't named it out loud, You know, and that's why these exercises are so good because it could free you from having distress over that. Because you said your husband doesn't care and I bet he really doesn't. And what, what, you know, go back. So if you had this agreement, go back to that agreement and say, hey, remember we had that agreement. I was going to stay home and take care of the stuff at the house. Well, guess what? Taking care of the stuff at the house is not easy all the time. (laughs) And what's the most important thing to you? Is it a hot meal when you get home? Is it, you know that the dog has been walked and you can relax and not have to work, you know, all those things and, and find out like re go back now that you're really in it. Cause you probably had that conversation before you were really in it. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah. 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 Well, thank you for sharing that too. Wow. All this, all this uh, great vulnerability and and sharing today. I appreciate that. Does anybody else want to add anything to your journaling experience? Would you recommend it to others? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And would you recommend, you know, I, maybe I'm thinking out loud here, but I would love the idea of a couple of friends getting together and just doing these prompts. Sending because the prompts were so easy and helpful to get you started and and really just to do this as you know, grab four or five friends and text each other, it's sort of like that bliss buddy thing that we did in a different podcast. You know, I talked to the author of that Bliss Buddy project, Ann Sussman, after we had recorded. And I said that we, some of us felt bad. We were like, oh, I wasn't that good at keeping up with my gratitude buddy. And some days I did it and some days I didn't. And she was like, oh, that's part of the process. She was like, that's totally OK. She was like, I, my Bliss Buddy, sometimes uh, we'll go weeks without speaking, but then something will happen in my life. And I know I can tell her about it. And then she'll reply and get started again for a little bit. And then we might fall off. And and it's the same thing with the journaling. It doesn't mean once you start journaling that you have to journal every day, the rest of your life. But we do know that in this process with our group in the last week, that it was life-giving. There were some things that we noticed about ourselves. And if we're having a spiritual journey part of that spiritual journey or all of it is transformation. It's growth. It's wanting to get to know the self better so that you can be a better person, a better mom, a better wife, a better friend. And once I know what makes me tick on the inside, I better react to situations and things on the outside. And so that's why I think that doing these practices really helps us you know, in in our own spiritual growth. And that's why I was saying, I think it'd be fun for people who are listening to grab a couple of friends, take some of these prompts. I'll put them on the, the exact ones that we did up on the website and people can just copy it and, and text it, you know, to to a group and try it out for a week and then get together like this over Zoom and unpack it. You know, what was it like for you? And And they won't be recording like we are, so they can be really vulnerable if they want to be you Know in a in a loving, supportive way, of course. So all right. Thank well, you. thanks, girls. I love seeing all of you. Yeah. You. I feel like the underlying theme when Thank we you. get together is like, oh, I can't wait to see you in person. Like I know hugs, tears, <laughs> and <Yeah>. butter. <laughs> but it was it was great to be together. And we'll uh I like this theme of doing a practice together and then sort of unpacking it. So maybe we'll uh We'll come up hopefully with the next one and, and I'll see you guys soon. Okay. Hope so. Okay. Thank you so much, everyone. Take care,
1: everyone
0: Thank you, Pam Bye. I'm Pam Rotelli-Robertson and you have been listening to Talking Joy, talks that help you realize your value while creating authentic connections with others. For more information about our talk today or to get in touch, you can find us at talkingjoy.org. And to keep the encouragement going, you can also follow Talking Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Simple, joyful, fun. Thanks for listening. This is Talking Joy.